Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Box Office Breakdown. Information and commentary on weekly movie box office. Hello, everybody. I was like, this is a long intro today. Yeah. Welcome back to Box Office Breakdown. For those of you who did not watch Thursday's Schmoes No Show, I have to let you know I have a new co-host. Obviously, we got JTE, but I also have Tom. Hi, everybody. Hi, nice to meet you guys. Glad to have you. Yeah. Although we are in mourning because we have to have a little bit of a funeral here today. Yeah, we, have lo- dead. we have lost Finstock. He's dead. So we're in mourning. But I truly don't believe that funerals or weddings are complete without alcohol. So. Yeah. Yeah, Bobby. Bobby's dead for those of you guys who didn't watch. We have to take a little bit of a sidetrack note before we get into breaking down the numbers and Ooh, talking wow. about all that stuff. We have to have a drink. Wow. A toast to our departed. This is amazing. Dearly departed. Right, people yes. This is very sad. Can I just say that? It's very sad. I'm in the booth, everybody. Also, don't JD, worry. you're going to have to come out here. I know. I'm going to come out there. Hold on. Because yeah. I just don't know if I can accept this. something we all have to take together. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sad. Bobby just doesn't know how to control himself. And, uh, he, God, pour them he's, out. He's, he's, pour them in there. He's dead now. I'm out of my pouring. Yeah. I can't pour this far. My arm's not that here, I'll long. Do I'll do it. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Yeah. So we are going to take... Yeah, a farewell shot. A little celibate, celebratory <sighs> shot. This is how you know. it, You're saying celebratory. I'm saying sad. Yeah, well, you know, you didn't have to live with the guy. This is how Finstock would have wanted though alcohol. That's true. It's true. We have to living with the guy. <sighs> it was it was it was the disaster. We're, so we're yeah, gonna... if you guys don't know, just check out Thursday's last Thursday's show. Everything's broken down there. But oh. all together, guys. To uh, two endings and I guess new beginnings. Yeah, Tom's a good guy. Cheers. I think you guys are gonna like him. Welcome, Tom. Mm-hmm. You know mm. what? I can't do it. By drinking that is accepting that Finstock is dead. And I won't do that to Finstock. Wow. I know he's in there. Wow. And I ain't going to drink that. Okay. I mean, that's fair. He's owning the team here. I, I mean, that's fair. I mean, if he, he's, he was a big Finstock fan. Do you, you notice know? you had the I. I. There is no I in team. Yes. I will support box office breakdown. Okay. But I will not support this move. Well, that's fair. I, listen, no, hey, everybody time. has their own. Yeah, I can't, you know, hang out with my wife after I get divorced. It's not that easy. <laughs> okay, well, you can come up with your own resurrection plans. We are going to get onto the show, yes. and let's start with the numbers for last weekend. R.I.P. Yes, mm-hmm. rest in peace. All right, I was really off and got pretty much none correct. Our winner for the yeah. week is J.T.E. Yep, who mm-hmm. got three out of five. Finstock's gone, but him and I were tied with both one out of five. Does Finstock? Does he have to start over? Or can I think I, I think uh, Tom started last week and he got one out of five. It might have been. Can I? Uh, well, I was so rattled last week. It was it was a big announcement. I have a lot of stuff on my shoulders, like a whole family of monkeys on my back. So, what I'm thinking is, does Tom get to carry over Finstock's two wins, or no. or no? Nope. Nope. I'm oh, not going to wow. let you get away Insects with that. Gone. Okay, yeah, he's toast. All right, so let's go with number five. Taken three, still hanging on to a top five spot, bringing in $7.6 million. Um, then going up to number four, 
mm-hmm. Wedding Ringer, 11.6. Mm. So people still wanted to see this, you know, eh. zombie lighthouse. We'll see yeah. where it goes next week. Number three, Paddington taking our spot for the kids movie in the top five, $12.3 million. And this to me was the surprise. Jennifer Lopez making numbers in the box office with yep. The Boy Next Door opened with Told 15 you. million. You saw the Golden Globes, you yeah. wouldn't be surprised. Next, absolutely. We're going to talk about this. We're going to yeah. really get into The Boy Next Door because I find it fascinating. Good for her kind of coming back in the film realm. Sure. And number one, of course, American Sniper making another like $65 million. Dollars. I predicted that. That was like a thirty percent drop off. That's like nothing. That's like mm-hmm. nothing. It's going to do the same amount of money next week too. It's actually a twenty seven point nine percent drop off. Yeah, it's insane. Told nothing. you it's the curiosity it factor. It is grossing two hundred thousand dollars. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You guys, and that's on a budget of fifty-eight point eight million. It's do three hundred million dollars. So huge. It huge might be the arc. biggest grossing movie of two thousand fourteen when it's all said and done. No way, dude! No. Avengers is coming out. No, no, two thousand fourteen. Oh, you're talking about fourteen? Yeah, because it did does come it out. Ca- did it count? Because yes, it, was it does because it came out in Christmas time. Well, so yes. Speaking of that, um, I believe Hunger Games overtook Guardians. Uh, it's what I, I told you guys that was going to happen. But yeah, well, that's because of that loophole. Oh, you know, it, technically, you yeah, know, it's making yeah, money in twenty fifteen. Yeah, counts as twenty fourteen. Well, yeah. we'll have to argue with Box Office Mojo about that or something. I mean, so these dating, are yeah. our numbers for this past weekend. Let's start talking about them because things that weren't making them, we all, we had another flop last week. We saw Black Hat do horrible. This week, Mordecai is the, <laughs> Jesus takes the cake Christmas. for doing awful. <laughs> well, I mean, I was wrong. I thought it was going to pull an eight and make that I, top five. It made $4 million. I told everybody it was going to make Black Hat money. J- JT said it was going to be yeah, black hat positioning. I said black hat money, everybody's going to get crazy. I was like, this movie makes $5 million. I'd be really surprised. See, I was just betting on the star power. I mean, black hat had a star, Chris Hemsworth. I was like, yeah. okay, that's one star. Mordecai was banking on Johnny Depp, who used to have a huge pull. Yeah. You have Olivia Munn, who's been on the rise for the past year and a half. She's doing yeah. really well. She has her own audience. Gwyneth Paltrow, you, it was just yeah. a list you of A-listers. I expected them at least to be able to pull in $2 million each, and they're it, pulling it in was, less than it one. Was over, it was over-marketing. The marketing was just, it, it, beat, it beat you in the head so much that people were like, ugh. And Johnny Depp just acting like a complete idiot was even, was even worse. Uh, we, I think, you know, I, it's just really bad on numerous levels. What? It just solidifies everybody doesn't want to see this guy anymore. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it made four it's million. And he has yeah. he has another pirates coming out. There oh, yeah. is another one listed. Yeah, I'm wondering how much good. that's made. And those are huge budget films. The He's, pirates movies take they cost so much money. He did have a huge international appeal. I think if Johnny Depp really wants to save his career, he has to do something more with critical acclaim. Yeah, well, this Whitey Bulger movie maybe in the, in the thing could do something well. Mm-hmm. But we're also looking at you know he's heading into Nick Cage land like really quickly. I mean, this guy might be doing movies like like Ken said, like every single day of the week for a couple bucks. 
if he doesn't get his stuff straight. But he, uh, that would be crazy though because his his salary is ridiculous for Into the Woods for five minutes. It was as a favor he did that for a million dollars. His normal sure. contract's at least twenty. Sure, and he's bringing in no money in the movies. He's saying also. So Mordecai did crack the top ten. The other top ten included Barely. Into the Woods at the tenth spot, mm-hmm. Selma at the eighth spot with five point mm-hmm. five million, and then Strange Magic, where we talked a little bit at seventh animated film. That's like no magic, Lucas, Lucas, yeah. and six Imitation Game. Imitation Game obviously doing really well. Awards it is. Deal. It's doing really, mm-hmm. really, really well. Yeah. Strange Magic, which had almost no advertising, yes. made more than <laughs> Mordecai, which was being blasted everywhere. It's just so funny because for me, I heard more advertising about Strange Magic after really? its opening weekend than I did before. I mean, this like, movie... I've started hearing it on the radio. I've started seeing it pop up. So I don't know if they're, why they're doing such a late push. I mean, Mordecai is such a complete disaster on so many levels. This, this movie's not even going to make $10 million in the theater. Well, have you heard anyone say a good word about it? No, exactly. not at all. But it's 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 also Lionsgate's lowest uh, opening ever with more than 2,500 theaters. And that's saying something because they put out a lot of junk. Oh. Don't but they also put out a lot of good stuff, though, too. I was, so. like, I was like, Lionsgate is coming out as like one of the top studios around, definitely cracking, I think, top six. Yeah. But let's go into more. I mean, we've talked a lot about Taking Three. We've talked about Wedding Ringer, which is still holding on in the comedy realm. Correct. Paddington, that does survive on word of mouth. People mm-hmm. positive the J- reviews. The J-Lo movie. Let's talk about J-Lo. Let's talk about J-Lo. Um, I've, J-Lo, in my opinion, has not really come out with a strong movie since... Ever? No, um, she had a few. She had a few. Anaconda, yeah, few. Anaconda, yeah but that's before she was like J-Lo. Yeah. So that's Boy when Next she was still Door. Jennifer Lopez. Boy Next Door, though, this was a huge success for her. And I really do think oh, yeah. that this movie survived on her star power. Well, and that. I think she's made such a presence of herself in the last year. I feel like it's been more targeted toward the music realm where she's just popping up. She's popping mm-hmm. up over all different age demographics. You know, she's been doing well, partnerships with like... True, she knows her brand. Yes. I mean, look, she she did a lot of uh, promotion in the Latino like TV stations, Latino radio, everything. Uh, and plus, she's showing up in every appearance with her her body out, and people are like, "Jesus Christmas!" Right? This movie was done for four million dollars, and mm-hmm. from Blumhouse, and Blumhouse just keeps putting out monster things. They did Annabelle. I mean, they just mm-hmm. know how to market. Just, and for such little money, I need this. This guy's game plan and business plan they have over there is pretty phenomenal. Uh, originally, I had um, Wedding Ringer doing a little bit better. I think I had it number two. I wonder if uh, the Boy Next Door kind of took from that movie a little bit. Took from the same audience, yeah, maybe because I feel like you know the newer movies are really used to be taken seriously. Uh, something you just kind of want, you know. Mm-hmm. They're both like well, well, rated R for Red Ringer, but what was the Boy Next Door rated? I think it was PG thirteen, right? I'm pretty it sure it was R. Was it no? I don't think so. I don't Let's think so. Check. I don't. I, no, it couldn't have been R. If it was R, they, they want Boy Next Door is rated R. Really? Oh. It's rated R. Now I kind of want to see the movie. I I'm gonna see it. He told us that <laughs> last week. Did. It's my most anticipated movie of this month. What's you were asking seen? about the audience. Tom. Yeah, Tom. Tom is the audience. Sorry. It is Tom. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get that right. It's yeah, Tom right. from now on. We sorry. have to be. Yeah. I apologize. It's Come gonna, on. Listen, it's going to take some getting used to. No, I get it. 
It's all right. All right. And then, of course, American Sniper taking the number one spot. Nothing. I don't feel like there's much to say there. It's exact. It's just keeping up with the trends. It's becoming an event film. It, mm-hmm. it is. It's what everyone's talking about. People who I know that never go to see movies mm-hmm. were texting me during a week like, I just saw American Sniper. It was really good. Yep. It's like, this guy never sees movies. Yep. I'm he, telling you. It's that curiosity. Yeah, and it's it, curiosity. It, it gets people out of their seats to go watch this thing. It's It's a juggernaut. Everybody around that and everybody involved in this movie is super duper happy. It's easily going to be the highest grossing movie nominated for Best Picture. Yes, absolutely. For sure. That is true. You know another crazy thing about Mordecai before we go off it because I just like bashing it? The director is, uh, I think his name is David Kep or something like that. He wrote like Spider-Man, Jurassic Park. Which I mean, Spider-Man? The first one with Tobey Maguire. Oh. I mean, this guy does big movies. Mm. I, maybe that's why they got this movie done for $60 million. I don't, maybe put up his own money. I'm not really sure. But, I mean, you would think that somebody could write these... Uh, well, I think you can pitch this movie in a really strong way. I mean, all you have to say is that you've got the actors' names, you've got the writer, and you've got, oh, it's going to be some sort of art crime investigation. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it could be fun. Yeah. It's just the execution of it, the word of mouth of it, has been horrible. So, And he's wrote Carlito's yeah. Way, which is a fantastic film, too. Jesus, something... Amazing something, movie. I love some, Carlito's Way. Something went drastically wrong and his name is Johnny Depp well that's the thing also you're going on the fact his last few performances have not been very good Mm. I think if he was coming off a hit movie like let's say Pirates or you know even something that was just successful there would have been a little more you know energy or you know goodwill towards the film but everyone's just kind of at the end of the rope with Johnny Depp yeah I agree with you totally agree I just think that he's probably a little tired and he's pushing too much, and so it's just coming across as not natural force, and no one's really entertained by it. Yeah. But let's get into (laughs) our international numbers, since we've talked about this past weekend. Let's go broad for a little bit. All right, a movie we haven't talked about in a while, The Hobbit, Battle of Five Armies, has ruled the international box office this weekend with $54.3 million, um, most of which came from its debut in china which is its final major market um that is the biggest opening ever for warner bros and international it's nearly on par with the first hobbit movie when it made its entire run that sounds about right so so far the hobbit battle five armies has earned 616.9 million overseas and over 866 million worldwide. It's going to hit that billion real quick. It is. Insane. That's that's crazy money overseas. Especially for a movie that just, I'm sorry, it's really... It was, eh. Well, you know, the Asians, uh, the Chinese, they like uh, culmination movies. The culmination of, uh, you know, the, the series of movies. Is there a reason behind that? Yeah, because they just like to see the nail in the coffin. Yeah, it's true. Sad. Yeah. We can't Thanks, make Tom. any funeral yeah, no references anymore this show. It's yeah. bringing down the mood. All right. Playing in 57 markets, Taken 3 added an estimated $26.3 million this weekend. And that includes $8.2 million debut in France and a very good $2.1 million in Brazil. Um, that's over twice as big as Taken 2 did. Mm-hmm. And Taken 3 has now grossed $150 million overseas and remains on track to ultimately pass the last movie's $236 million I'm gonna go. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you're going to see a Taken 4 somehow in some way. Oh, it's definitely going to happen. I'm actually yeah. writing the script, actually. <laughs> it's about should. a character named Finstock that's taken from us <laughs> that <we're>, is beloved. <laughs> And, you know, some evil guy took it. Question. Yeah. I'm not going to say his name. Maybe have so. any yeah. of us seen Taken 3? No, no. I have not. No, I have not. Did you see Taken 1 and 2? Saw 1, 2 I saw half of, and I stopped it halfway through. 
Okay, I saw one and two. Uh, I've seen one. All right. Yeah. There you go. So how bad was two? Like, off. do you have any interest in three, sir? No. So you finished two. I mean, yeah, I really don't have an interest in three, and I'll be sad. They're going to call it Tooken. They're going to switch it. It's going to be Tooken. No, not taken. Tooken. Right. I have no idea what that means. What does that mean? They're going to switch it up a little bit and change the name. They added a new number. That's for yeah, it up and up. All right. To date, American Sniper has taken in $47.5 million overseas. It's set to reach France, Brazil, Mexico, Spain, Japan, and Germany in the second half of February. You know what? I'm a little curious if it's going to play as well overseas because, I mean, it's definitely got um, America up and going. But, you know, yeah. I don't know. It's not going to do as well, but no. I think it'll do fine based on Bradley yeah, Cooper's appeal. Yeah, People like war. And again, the Best yeah. Picture nomination is definitely going to help yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Clint Eastwood's, surprisingly, this is crazy, it's his highest grossing movie ever. That's nuts. I mean, this guy has an illustrious career as well. It's not that surprising. I mean, I can't think of another movie has that. Like, yeah, he's had some Best Picture winners, like Unforgiven. I mean, you would think like Million Million Dollar, Dollar Baby. Baby. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, maybe but these. This nope. is American Cyber has taken the cake. Like we said, me. it opened with ninety million. That is just no Eastwood even came close to that. Unbelievable. Now it's well, you know what they call an American Sniper when it opens up in China. Is this the start <laughs> Wait, of your game? <laughs> yeah, it's called Mattress Money. Everybody's going to put their money right in the mattress, Warner Brothers. Yeah, that's what it's wait, called. Wait, wait, so, oh, it's called, is that what the movie's called to the Chinese people? Yep, mattress money. I thought it was going to, I thought he was going to say something far worse. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a Tom joke. Is that, yeah. Is that the first? Yep. <laughs> so the start of your game. Thank yeah. you, Tom. Yep. Yep. Is that, is that included? Is that one of the appropriate titles? No, that wouldn't be. But okay. now we're going to go into that, though. Thank you. Care to see if this is any different? Fewer, you know, foreign movie titles for American movies that are ultimately bizarre. Let's uh, go with it. So Brazil, okay. Yes. Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. The animated film. Oh, yes. good movie. That's a very underrated movie. It's called okay. Raining Testicles. No, it's not. No, it's, is, no I'm kidding. Not it. Come it's on. called Raining Hamburgers. Okay, yeah, that's, I can see that. It could. Okay. okay. In the Czech Republic, Bad Santa is called Santa is a Stalker. Mm, does he really stalk in that movie, though? I'm trying I to don't remember. Know. All right, keep going. He drinks. <laughs> he drinks a yeah. lot. A lot. And sleeps with fat ladies in the like, dressing rooms and stuff. Denmark, American Psycho, Not Mentally a- Unstable Man in a Suit. Okay, I could believe that one. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Carrie in Italy. The original one or the Yeah, the, the original redone? one. The okay. original. Okay, gotcha. Well, they both have the same title. Go ahead. The Look of Satan. Hmm. The Look of Satan? I feel yeah. like that doesn't really relate to the film. So I mean, we'll, we'll do these again. I don't we know. Got... So she basically gives that look at the end of the movie where she's like losing it. She's the devil, clearly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but yeah. yeah. Brazil. Yes. Claudia with a chance of meatballs. It's raining hamburgers. Czech Republic, bad Santa. Santa is a stalker. Denmark, American psycho. Mentally unstable man in a suit. Carrie. That's the only one I believe. Italy. The look of Satan. Wow. JT, what I does the it. chat rule say? You know what? I, I don't know. Hold on. I got, I'm going between bad help. Santa and American psycho right now. Uh... I, I believe Americans like oh. some saying some people are saying it's bad Santa not the right. I, I'm gonna go with bad Santa. Thank you, chat roll. I'm gonna go with American Psycho. Hmm. 
Did either of us get it right? Carrie. The winner is uh, JTE. Yes. Yes. Santa is a stalker is real. It's raining hamburgers is real. I could do this now. And I look at Satan. Yes. <laughs> it is real. Had to give JT oh, I forget what they call American psych- uh, Psycho in uh, Denmark. It's like it's some it's something in a suit, but it's not mentally unstable. But it sounds right because he it is mentally right. unstable. I feel like that was an accurate description. Versus like I, I don't so feel too. like Carrie or Bad Santa are accurate. I feel yeah. like those are false titles. No, they're real. The clouds. Right. It's just like Cloudzilla. Well, thank you for bringing us back. To- and JT, also, I feel like you've won like three of those. That he wins well. a lot. I'm on a roll now. He does win a lot. I. Good job. Heating up or something. This was the first week in a long time that no Chinese uh, titles were in there. Was that on purpose? Yeah. I'm going to lay off them a little bit. Giving them a nice break? Yeah, they need one. And you see the intro. All right, let's get to our top top five list. Let's talk a little bit about Miss Jenny from the block. J. Lo, Jennifer Mm -hmm. Lopez films. We went with this one because we did uh, Bradley Cooper, and it is a film that opened this weekend that did the best. Yeah. That's true. And most surprising. So might as well take it off to this list. Starting, we have six on this list this week instead of five. Don't Mm -hmm. really know why, but we do. Um, The Wedding Planner, Mm. back from... 2001 J-Lo movie. And Jane Fonda. Mm-hmm. Who I hate as well. Really? Yeah. I said, what do you mean as well? I well, I hate Finstock. No, Finstock. No, Jane Fonda. Yes, but you just said I hate as well. Yeah, Jane What's Fonda. Your, who's the as well? Oh, Finstock. He hates, he hated Jane Fonda. Oh. We both hate him. Her. Her. Yeah. It's a lady. Yeah. All right. Well, the wedding planner took in $88 million. Never saw it. I feel like it's played like really well on like TV. Oh <laughs> like no, um, and stuff like that. my mistake. Monster in Laws, Jane Fonda, not not the Wedding Planner. The Wedding Planner is like, I I really don't remember what that movie is about. The lady that plans weddings, I believe. Yes, it <laughs> yeah, is. but doesn't she like fall in love with the groom or something? Yeah, it's like Whoopi Goldberg was in it. I think. <laughs> is she really? No. I don't know. I think like <laughs> I feel like she's good. the Wedding Planner, and then she like falls in love with the groom, or like some weird. It might have been McConaughey. Might have, that might have been Matthew McConaughey. Possibly. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about number five, The Cell. Mm-hmm. came out in 2000. So now I've got a move from 2001. A move from 2000. $94 million. Such a creepy movie. And it was like more known for its like visual style than yeah. like anything mm-hmm. else. I don't remember much about the movie, but I remember like the crazy shit they showed in it. Correct. Just remember being a little scarred. All it was right. pretty wild. Getting to number four, which is the Jane Fonda movie, mm-hmm. Monster in Law. Another kind of rom com like The Wedding Planner. 107. This came out in 2005. It's not bad. No. That's when she had those songs with Ja Rule and stuff like that. That's why I was like making <laughs> so much money. Oh, is that really why? Yeah. Yeah, Ja Rule equals box office no. success. What are we thinking? Are you kidding? There we go. Number three, Jack. Now breaking into $110 million. This came out in 1996. I like that movie. It was Robin Williams, and he mm-hmm. was like the he Benjamin Button or whatever. Reverse well, Benjamin Button. Well, it was Francis Ford Coppola directed it. Yes. And it's like he's a child in a man's body. Yeah. Kind of like big. What he grows older. Well, no, he has like the reverse Benjamin Button. He like grows old really quickly. Like yeah, he was well, a but Benjamin Button started off old and, and went then, to young. Yeah, yeah. This it's the reverse Benjamin Button. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Or it's just like not sped really. Up it's life. just like a sped up life. Yeah. Yeah, his metabolism's quick. All right, number two. <laughs> we've already mentioned this film on the show today. Anaconda, a hundred and nineteen million. That's before she got her nose job too in that movie. That movie has like a. 
cast of like up and coming actors. You got mm-hmm. Ice Cube, who was kind of famous. Yeah. Well, he was famous, but then you got Owen Wilson, mm-hmm. who was like it was like his second or third film. John Voight. Um, John Voight just being like basically a cartoon character. Yeah. I mean, he was basically a Scooby Doo villain in that movie. Pretty much. I would have got away with it if it wasn't for your meddling kids. <laughs> or the and Hispanic n- number one <laughs> made in Manhattan, which came out in 2002, and I have two numbers for it on this list. That's so when I'm she was at the with... top of her game. Yeah, I mean, well, J-Lo has had such a long, lucrative career. This woman's 45 years old, and, and she's better looking than 25-year-olds. That's true. She, but she has been... From a dancer to a musician to an actress, she and she flips back and forth between all of them. She doesn't really like. She didn't really sect herself off as like a musician for this decade. She's done everything. She just but keeps porn. on going. But if you like, if you look at this list of the top six, the most recent is 2005 mm-hmm. with Mother-in-Law, and these are going back to 1996. And now we have her coming out in theaters oh, again, bringing in a 15 million dollar opening. That's really strong, and like yeah, she hasn't. It'll drop next week. It'll top out at forty million dollars in the box office, but it doesn't make a difference when you're doing them with four million bucks. You're you're hitting that quadruple. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Like, what's your guys' favorite Selena movie? Like, I mean, Selena, Selena movie. I mean, like, <laughs> I know Sarah. I think you said yours Selena, was Selena, right? Selena That's what is, I meant. Is my favorite Jennifer Lopez movie okay. by far. Love it. I would probably say Out of Sight, even though she's like a supporting role with George Clooney. Yes, that was like the movie, the best overall movie, I guess you would say. Anaconda is just kind of like cheap fun. Uh, Money Train was good. Oh yeah, Money Train. Damn, yeah, I'm, I'm, surpri- I'm surprised these movies ain't up there. Well, they came out so long ago, though. She was brand yeah, new at that's that time. The thing. It's like if you look at her releases for dates, besides Boy Next Door, her last movie that was released was Parker in mm-hmm. 2013. Oh yeah, with Jason and, Statham. And before that, she's a voice on like Ice Age. Yeah, that's would have been number one, Drift. but yeah, we can't say that. But like, ooh, she was in the backup plan. L. Cantante, white man, white man can't life, jump. Oh, what's the movie she did where like she's like learning to defend herself? White man enough. can't jump. That's enough. enough. That's right. I remember that. I movie. remember enough. That was that. <laughs> Wasn't it? I, was, I she was in was, White Man Can't Jump, right? No, that's Rosie Perez, no. man. Come oh, on. Wait, man. Sorry. Uh, I remember enough because she's wearing like this leotard thing the whole movie. Oh yeah. I just she like beats up her like abusive husband who's like. Yeah, trying she to like track gets trained in like MMA fighting or something. Yeah, yeah. This this one's going to be the new one. I think this one's going to be my new favorite J Lo movie. I can't wait to see it. I, I'll I'll let you see. It. You can give me a review. If the I guy the guy that not. she starred with was uh, really nervous about doing the sex scene with her. Well, I know that she said that the whole movie rides on that sex scene working. So yeah, so I mean, he, she, I know she's dedicated to her craft too. So she probably called him over a couple of nights. Okay, be like, hey, no, let's no, see if no, we can no, do this. No, I'm sorry, no. that is a lie. Yeah. Although she is known to be a little bit of a cradle robber in her more recent mm, years. That's true. She, that's hot. She is known for that. All right, let's talk about our upcoming films so we can get to making some predictions. We have, let's talk about first Project Almanac, coming into a pretty wide release, about 2,000 theaters. Michael Bay produced the movie. Yep. This movie was supposed to be out last July. Yeah, I, I saw don't know stuff. What that, I don't know what that tells you. <laughs> it's not Usually that's not a good sign when you're seeing Troja's movie like two not years ago. at all. Not at all. It's just, to me, the funny part is like, I don't really feel like they've at least in the advertising I've seen, they've been pushing this as a Michael Bay movie. I feel like they've been trying to push it more as like a chronicle type movie or like it looks like maybe like 21 what's that 21 or something or the other movie that they're in the street 
like the Where hidden. Are you it's, talking uh, about Twenty One Jump Street? No, no. Like uh, it was like it's Twenty One the Gambling Movie. No, Twenty One was it Twenty One or something? Twenty One and Over maybe. Maybe, I maybe no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. You can you can discuss that amongst yourselves. Looks like Cloverfield. Yeah, no, Clover. I'm. I think you're thinking of Chronicle. Maybe Chronicle. Where they were yeah. coming and they were like superheroes yeah. and their teenagers very yeah, kind okay. of found footage. Right. Yeah, it was, found it, was footage it was like, and it was huge. And mm-hmm. I kind of feel like how they've been advertising Project Almanac is off of that. It's like a teen-driven movie. It's kind of dark. It's kind of creepy. It doesn't seem like your typical blockbuster. It's a time um, travel movie. It's they're tough to do. If you if you see Ninja Turtles. Uh, yeah, it's horrible. As uh, one of the, like, the Ninja Turtles is like fighting somebody, there's like a promo in the back for Project Almanac. There's like a there's a one sheet in the back of somewhere. Are you serious? Yeah. Did they yeah. like preview the movie in Turtles? Yeah, they previewed I, the movie I wish in Turtles. they could go back in time and stop that movie from being made. Oh yeah, that's true too. Turtles or both Project Almanac and Turtles. I was dating this girl with an oversized tongue once, and <laughs> okay, I mean, that's yeah, random. yeah, seriously. She was really, really hot. And basically what happened was, I'm like, why does nobody like go for this How girl? How does one have an oversized tongue? Like, it was it just, not fit yeah, in your mouth? It was, yeah. Well, it did. But it was just like really weird. And she was really hot and nobody dated her. So I took a shot at it. Some of the things were really JT, A plus and some things me. were like an F. JT, this is why I need you to sit here. <laughs> I don't, I, I mean. Because you're a wonderful help. <laughs> and I can't see your eyes. Thank I, you. Yeah. Like, I need the eye contact. But I mean. I really think the pro- Project Omnix targeting the Chronicle crowd. Chronicle was an amazing success that no one really, I feel like, expected. It opened up in early February 2012, so it's like kind of the same time frame with Project Almanac opening mm-hmm. up in late January. I'll tell you what, they weren't expecting uh, America's Sniper to be dominating like this when they released this. Nobody season. expected this. So everything's taken a hit in my eyes. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, who do you think is the competing market of other films that are out right now for Project Almanac? That's true. Mm. Not much. Like I said, maybe I'd still say uh, Taken? The Boy Next Door. Taken, Taken 3. I just feel like there's no... Maybe some Boy Next Door people. Yeah. but It's tough, man. I, it's Project Almanac just doesn't look very appealing. We will no. see. Other movies coming out this weekend. Black or White is coming out. Oof. Why are you? <laughs> this is the movie where Kevin Costner mm-hmm. is basically like fighting for. Um, he's like a racist. <laughs> he's not like racist. He's his uh, uh, his kids like are pass away, and their daughter is African American. Then the other family like wants to bring it back, and he wants to keep her because like it's all he has. It looks very lifetimey. That's something I can really say. Yeah, I agree with that. It's not going to make any money. It's not going to make any money. Zero, zero dollars. We we will find out. I like Kevin Costner, but he has Talking, to play like a baseball. Like play. He has to play like a retired baseball player or something, or a cowboy. Yeah, anything all American. All right. Also coming out, Wild Card. I don't Wild know much Card's about this movie. Out. Do you guys mm. know much about this one? Heard a little bit, not a ton. Um, yeah, you won't hear anything about it. It's. I mean, it's Jason Statham. It's like a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I saw that, and it's. I've usually Jason Statham. He has a pretty good following. It's limited, yeah. But uh, so I feel but like I feel if like he has a movie coming Jason out, Jason Statham movies, they like, know what they're even if they're horrible. Like I watch, what were they? All the cranks. He's like, like a really he's like a lower body fat version of Nicolas Cage. No, he's more skilled than Nicolas Cage. Yeah. No way. Are you kidding? Yeah. Jason Statham will Dude, never Jason win an Oscar. Statham, no. Nick no, Cage won an Cage, Oscar. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're two different things. They're different types of stars. Yeah. I don't think uh, so. I say Nicolas Cage like. Do they both have movies out every five minutes? 
Well, Nicholas no, Cage ain't gonna star in movies like Homeland exactly. or Trans Transporter. Transporter, like the, he has his it's own Ghostwriter. Or what were all the ones where like he's a prison like racer? Ghostwriter. You talking about Death Race? Death Race. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 People watch these movies. I watch these. You know, it's movies. funny you say that. Cage probably could have done some of those movies. He could have, but not as well. Like when you think, uh, with Jason Statham, you're gonna get some good fighting scenes. He's gonna kick the crap out of somebody. Yeah. You don't really expect that with Cage. You expect crazy face and yelling. Yeah. He's the best. He's the best. (laughs) Finally, we have coming out The Loft, which is another thriller. It's about a bunch of guys who, like, buy a fancy loft to, like, have their affairs in (laughs) It's just a a big yuppie. It's a yuppie version of very bad things. If I'm going to name a thriller, the last thing I'm going to call is The Loft. When I hear Loft, I'm like, that sounds relaxing. (laughs) I'm I'm telling you, it's a bunch of yuppies. It's a yuppie, very bad things. It's very, oh, yuppie, very bad things. It's yeah. not a bad. Yeah. It's, it's a yuppie a version. Comparison. It's going to come out, but you know what? A lot of chicks might see this this weekend because Super Bowl's up there. Oh, you think they're just to get away from? It's a definite possibility. I but just don't if, think it's a big movie. Who's in it? James Martin, right? Martin, Wentworth Miller, and then a bunch of other like halfway decent looking guys parading around like they're straight. Really good, good looking guys. <laughs> but I mean. I don't know if women really do want to see a movie about a bunch of guys who have, you know, their affair loft. You never know. We You're going to probably watch. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of sexiness in the Super Bowl this year, though, so they might bypass it because Tom Brady's in it and Katy Perry and Katie whoever Perry. else. But there, yeah. what about this movie? I think this movie is another movie called Tim Buck 2. Oh, yeah. That's very limited. It's though. got like 100 on Rotten Tomatoes. I haven't heard about this movie at all. Yeah, it's going to be big. Wait, JT, is he telling the truth? Yeah, I heard about it, but I don't know much what about is it. it. It's got, like, very limited. Yeah, it's very limited, but it's very good. Well, What's it about? Not make I'm enough. sorry, Tom. It's about it's, t- not- it's about Timbuktu. What the hell is Timbuktu? You know, Timbuktu, it's in Africa. <laughs> okay. I have a buddy. This is a crazy story about that, this too. It's like, I knew some guy, he had, his name was Tim, and he had buck teeth. And we called him Tim <laughs> Bucktooth. And Are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. And then he went on to uh, become, like, a a corrections officer in a woman's prison and was running like a sex ring in there and got like two chicks pregnant. His jokes aren't as funny. Yeah, it's true. I'm just saying it's a true story. <laughs> Thank you. All right, let's go on. So we have our upcoming films, Project Almanac, Black or White, Wild Card, The Loft, competing with our top five. What's going to change? What's going to stay? Not too much, man. Mm. I don't see any of these movies barely cracking the top five, I'm telling you right now. That's true. I, I agree with JT. All right. Well, Tom, guess what? You get to start. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah. Well, no, I started last week. Well, no, no Finstock started, started last week. week. You're right. Sorry, Sorry for that. Tom, With you're your new. My Dolphin bad. Winter is coming shirt. Yeah, you don't like it? I don't. I think I don't. I feel like it's, it's insulting Game of Thrones. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, so I feel like I can't really hop on board I'm just for that. Just for Dolphin Tail 3. <laughs> Does Tom like dolphins? He has a dolphin shirt on. Yeah. And his winter is coming. These are my Clark Kent glasses. Because Finstock would be a chick. Yeah, it's, it's going to take Tom a little while to get back into the swing of things. He's been gone for a really long time. All right. Well, what is Tom's okay. list? Um, You know, obviously, you're going to see American Sniper again. Number one. Are you sure? Absolutely. Positive? How much money? Psh, everything. I'll bet, I'll bet you whatever. I'll the bet you whole... that shirt you have on your back. <laughs> um, I like this shirt. Yeah, it's a nice shirt. I can't have it. It's my Darth Vader shirt. Yeah, that's true. Number two is going to be uh, Project Almanac. No way, really? Yes, yes, it will be. It's going to come out like 15 million bucks. I could see people seeing this movie for some reason. Um, Time travel movies, if done properly, they work. Um, uh, You know, there's nothing in the marketplace for this. It's young teens. They'll go see it. Okay. 
Uh, three is going to be Paddington. Hanging on to that same spot. Yep. Yep. I, st- I still think people want to see this movie. It's still getting a lot of good uh, word of mouth. And there's no other kids' movies in the marketplace except for Strange, whatever. Nobody cares about that anyway. Uh, four is going to be Wedding Ringer, which I think is still going to stick around on the sole fact is this is Kevin Hart's first movie. It's dropped 43% to $11 million. Yeah, It's going it's to it's level out. Okay. Basically what happens is it's like Kevin Hart's uh, introduction to white America. Okay? Because this is his only movie with actually white people surrounding him. And this is like the, you know, like the gear up and the prequel to Get Hard. So it's easing audiences to Kevin Hart I being... Like it's uh, priming everyone up. Getting yes, it's okay. priming them over to being a crossover uh, hit. If that a makes any sense. Movie. Right. Exactly. And uh, let's go with number five. Uh, the Boy Next Door holds on to the number five slot. Because I also think this is another warm-up for Fifty Shades of uh, sexual harassment. Yeah. Do you think it's going to drop then? Yes. Significantly. So you see Sniper 1. Any reason for Almanac that? Almanac 2. Paddington 3. Wedding 4. Poison. Because I think everybody who's seen, everybody wants to see this movie has seen it already. They're going to see it first week. I hate to interrupt here, guys, but um, we got some breaking box office potential news here. Okay. Uh, It appears that Mission Impossible 5, which is supposed to be released around Christmas time, Mm -hmm. has been moved to July 31st, a summer slot this year. Oh, boy. Five months, they moved it forward, not backwards. It's not being delayed. It's being pushed closer to us. Wow. That's That's huge. When was it supposed to open? It's supposed to open around Christmas time. Oh, of course. They got scared of Star Wars. Yes. It's got to be, right? They got scared of Star Wars. It's got to be. I told you. Star no, Wars no is going to release anything. anything. <laughs> They're going to re-release like Back be, to the Future no, or something. It's going to be a re-release. It's going to be Star Wars, and it's yeah. going to be a horror flick. And that's all you're getting over Christmas. Exactly. I mean, I love it because I want to see this Mission Possible. The thing that I'm going to see, you know, in just a few months, you know, half. It's almost half a year. What's a complaint? Is it when? Sorry, we're totally getting no. off track. No, of it's okay. no, it's true. But that's big Dur- news. Wait, what month is Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park, I believe, is beginning oh, of July. World? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I, I mean, they they'd rather take on them than it's okay. gonna. That's a that's a big deal. That's a huge it's, deal it's for blockbusters. For Star- Listen, it's Star Wars. We nailed on the head. Uh, I think it's great. I love the Mitch Pulse movies. We're gonna see it sooner than later, and it's clearing. You know, n- nobody's. Finstock's right. Everything's just gonna run for the hills. Oh yeah, they Star- gotta do Star it. Star Wars. It's gonna be no, it's nothing like, but Star Wars for four weeks. Yeah, it's like going to the party, bringing girls to the party when J Lo's already four there. Four times. All right, well, there is your breaking news yeah, for the box go, office. Yeah. Before we go back so my- to predictions, JTE, please. All right, here we go. I'm going to give you my five here. Like I'm I said, I'm not impressed by any of these movies that are coming out. Mm-mm. Number one is easily American Sniper. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's just going to keep dominating. Like I said, people who don't even go to movies are watching this thing. Uh, this is where it's tricky. Number two for me, I'm going to stick with, um, you know, I'm going to go Paddington. I think because mm. I don't so think so much faith, yeah. so much faith in, in the little bear right now. I think mm. a lot of you know everyone's seen Super Bowl. The you know the kids don't care about Super Bowl. They're going to go to the movies this weekend, uh, so they're going to go see Paddington. Then they I'll can't take go without their parents. JT, that's true. <laughs> uh, the boy next door is going to be number three. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to do number four, the wedding ringer. It's not going to move, and uh, number five, Project Almanac. Wow. Yeah, I, I think Project's really going to... I think hard. Project's going to... Oh, he's been pretty consistent. Uh, you've been pretty consistent about 
what bombs and what doesn't. Yeah, uh, but he's, that doesn't make it. That, that doesn't. I'm going to necessarily mean he's getting a top five, right? Okay. He I'm did not, win last week. I though. did win. Come I, on. Now. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to base this off of facts. I'm just going to because I seem to have been wrong this past week. So I'm going to base this off of what I would want to see, um, which is going to be number one American Sniper, even though I've already seen it. And then I'm I am going to put Project Almanac up there. I think mm-hmm. it's going to do really well. I'm actually intrigued by it, and I think it has the potential to be a really good movie. It also has the potential to be a horrible movie. Mm-hmm. But I think that there is an off chance that it could be really, really good. Um, so I'm going to put that as number two. I'm going to put number three as I'm keeping The Boy Next Door and not dropping off that much. I'm going to put The Boy Next Door next, then Paddington. Mm. And then I'll give The Reading Ringer the fifth spot. That's not bad. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. You might you, you'll get close. We'll we'll find out. I think that it's just going to be a pretty low weekend for movies anyway because the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that any of these movies are really drawing that much attention, like excitement wise. Besides American Sniper, maybe a little bit for me, Boy Next Door, but that might have already worn off. Well, it's yes. going to be close. I think. I honestly don't know who's going to win this week, but I think all three of us have a good, you know, decent choice. Yeah, I think Tom's going to uh, win this week. Can I say one more thing about the Mission Impossible Five? Mm-hmm. So Scorsese JG videos. Really excited. Well, Scorsese videos on our chat board just said it's now slated to go up against the Point Break remake. I know. I don't like that at all. I was about to ask you. That's a problem. Stock is that a problem? Because I mean, that's a huge franchise going against a remake yeah. nobody really wants. I know, but Point Break's my livelihood. <laughs> um, are you like? Oh, a, wait a minute. Are you boy. like a? What are you like a stunt surfer in that movie? What's, well, no. I got on? a couple of different things going on in that movie, but it, I. I'd, I'd be surprised if Point Break doesn't move off that date. I think it'd be smart. It's 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 a must. It's, it gotta, feels like an August movie to me. Put yeah, that thing at the a, end of August. You know, you got to be able to. If you're not going to win, you know, the the contest, you know, you got to back out of the game. I, I can't say I'm excited for Point Break. I can say though that 2015 and the next <laughs> couple months has some wonderful movies coming yeah. out. Can we, we get a T-shirt of what Finstock just said? If you can't win the contest, get <laughs> out of the game. I want well, it's, you know it's the it's the it's the penis growing contest. If you can't win that one, you got to get out. I know I I'm like not going to hang with like Mark Anthony or something like that, <laughs> but I know I can be like a couple of midgets. So it's Point Break. Okay. Anyway, going to go back to movies. <laughs> yeah, you can ignore Sorry. that entire conversation, but. Seriously, so we've got Mission Impossible, we've got Mad Max, we've got mm-hmm. Jurassic World, we have Star oh, yeah. Wars. There's so many Avengers. huge things. Avengers. Ugh, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be possibly it's be a two lot billion. of money. A lot of money for movies this year. Possibly All capitalizing on franchises that already dollar. exist, though. So maybe we'll get some more original content. We'll see what happens. Something's going to crack billion dollars domestically this year. It's either going to be Star Wars or Age of Avengers. We will find out. Or Age of Ultron, whatever That will be the biggest predictions we have is figuring out those numbers. That's going to be a party. But you guys, Maybe we need... should do like a summer prediction right before the summer. We'll do an episode where we predict like oh, the yeah. top like 10 movies of the summer. We I like that, that idea. We need to get closer. We need to see what else they have coming out for us. Mm-hmm. But we will. We will do a special episode on that. So everyone, get ready for 2015. We're about yeah. a month in. I've got a Finstock new co- to, uh, co-host. Yeah. Finstock is gone. 2015 is Finstock free. <sighs> so sad. Yeah. I'm going to mourn. I should have worn all black. Oh, well. It's anyway, toast. let's go back to... So, subscribe, you guys. Talk to us. Let us know what you think. Popcorn talk. Facebook. Everything. Yeah, got iTunes. Twitters. We got to get, get better on iTunes and... You got to get better on, uh, you know, the YouTube, everything like that. I just had to change... Uh, Tom you- over here is cracking down. <laughs> I just had yeah. to change uh, Tom's... 
Twitter? information to Tom. Yeah. Instead of Finstock, that yep. was depressing. Yeah, right, it's, it's, it's the way it's got to go. It's the way it's got to go. All right, so Tom, where can they find you on Twitter? They can still find me at, at, at Bob Finstock. Um, I'm in the process over. of, uh, yeah, we, well, I'm dealing with some litigation things, so i got to figure it out. And Sarah, we could catch you here on Box Office, but <laughs> not on Twitter. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> Thanks, JT. Guys, you can catch me on, let me put the camera on me, Smoke's JTE. Follow me. Yeah, you guys watch all the other shows, too. Like, we've got great things. Smoke Show, Movie Show, Jedi Alliance, Profiles. Really great mm-hmm. conversations on all of those. So tune Main show. in. Yes. All right. Nice talking to you. Voila. Keep watching those numbers. Wow. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Box Office Breakdown. Information and commentary on weekly movie box office. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. <laughs>